0: Everybody, welcome to another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. And in the world of strange and paranormal news, we have a Ghostbusters announcement. The Ghostbusters director of Ghostbusters Afterlife, J- Jason Reitman, announced that the sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife will come out December 2023. So the hit Afterlife movie has done well amongst the Ghostbuster franchise fans, and it is good enough to make a sequel. How they will do it, I'm dying to know because the movie was perfectly done as the end of, I would say the, you know, 30-year gap within the movie history of Ghostbusters, because uh, this took place 30 years later, Ghostbusters Afterlife. So 2023, we're going to get a sequel. Love to see who's going to be in it, who's coming back. And it's um, something to look forward to in another year. And we have early human fossils found in a cave are a million years older than expected. This is actually from a CNN report. Fossils of early human ancestors from a South African cave are 3.5. 4 million to 3.6 million years old, making them a million years older than previously expected. Now, when we find things like this, especially this late in the game, like 2022, it starts to change and rewrite the history books. And that's something substantial that can not only change history books and what we know now, but can change things biblically if you're into that belief or that faith and also change a lot of things through archaeology and anthropology, which is more anthropology, is more study of humans, and civilizations, and human interactions throughout history. So that's a very, very big significant find. And uh, we keep finding things we're in 2022, so there's a lot left to be discovered, a lot of things that we actually don't know about. And uh, this report with the fossils being found earlier than what we thought were originally these human fossils It's um, something to be quite uh, ecstatic over if you are into archaeology, history, and anthropology. So getting into the warm weather, because it is super, super hot here in New York City. Uh, I think both days, yesterday and today, it hit 90 degrees. And the days are longer. The sun is legitimately setting now at like 10 to 9, quarter to 9. And... If you're a summer fan, this is the perfect time for the summer. And when we think of summer, we think of many things. We think of the vacations that a lot of people tend to take. Um, We go to beaches. We go to hikes. We go to public parks and state parks. A lot of moviegoers in the summer because you want to find a place that's cool and beat the heat. We go to swimming pools and we go to amusement parks. And we have barbecues, and we look forward to the 4th of July, which is um, in just two days. It's on Monday. I'm filming this on Saturday, July 2nd. And um, we think of a lot of things. But the one thing that I thought to speak of that actually has a lot of paranormal um, stories and background to it is I think about lighthouses. Now, of course, you just don't, don't need summer necessarily to... Talk about lighthouses because if you know the goal and job of a lighthouse, it's to warn ongoing boaters and ships that a shoreline is approaching to use caution that you're not going to crash into the shore. And of course, like I said, it's not just privy or, or cemented to being a summer thing. Lighthouses are obviously something that doesn't matter what season it is, but I go every year to LBI. And, um, there's a lighthouse out there, which I actually saw in the five years I was go- been going there. I saw for the first time last year and it's pretty nice to see a lighthouse, um, that close and long, long beach Island lighthouse is I believe it's called Burn- Barnegat Lighthouse. And we went to not be able to go inside cause they were renovating it at the time. And now they're actually fully renovating it. So when I go in a few weeks on my vacation, um, there'll be scaffolding around the lighthouse, But um, it's nice to see a lighthouse up close. And to be honest with you, my only memory is going to that lighthouse, uh, of a lighthouse, and seeing it up close like that. So it was quite the sight to walk around it, look up at it, and see the statues and things like that. And then I thought also that, you know, LBI has a ghost story of that lighthouse. And lighthouses actually have a tendency to have a lot of paranormal activity because a lot of lighthouses have some really dark stories, some tragic stories, and we have a lot of paranormal activity that ensues with these stories. And um, the first lighthouse in the United States of America was actually in Boston, Massachusetts. And it was on Little Brewster Island, and it was built. This is the first lighthouse in the United States. And I believe the first lighthouse, and I don't really know how they can prove this, but the first lighthouse in the world, I believe, was in England. And it was in the 1700s as well. But the first, because we're here, I'm based in the United States, the first lighthouse in the United States was in Boston, and it was on Brewster Island. And the first keeper was George Worthy Lake who was actually drowned, along with his wife and daughter, when returning to the island in 1718. The original tower was destroyed by the British, and it was eventually reconstructed by people in Boston. Now, the crazy thing is, that's the first lighthouse um, in the United States that was built in, in Boston. And they had this tragic event that happened in that lighthouse. Now, this happened on November 3rd, 1718, when his wife and his daughter were coming back to the island to obviously take care of the lighthouse. And this accident happened where basically their boat capsized and ultimately drowned. And his body was actually never recovered. So then, on November 14th in 1718, less than two weeks after the Worthy Lakes had drowned, Robert Saunders, John Chamberlain, and a man named Braddock were hired to maintain the Boston Lighthouse until they initiated or basically voted in a lightkeeper They had to be appointed. It had to be someone that was entrusted with the responsibility of manning the light at the lighthouse. They were summoned by a ship entering the harbor. These are the temporary individuals before they appointed. And this ship was going into the harbor in choppy seas. And Chamberlain and Brodock had both drowned returning from the trip to the island. Now this is two people who died replacing the Worthy Lakes who also died on the way back to the island to this first lighthouse to man the lighthouse. And this is the first lighthouse in the United States that had this tragedy basically around the lighthouse with the Wordy Lake family dying, drowning. And then Robert Saunders and John Chamberlain, and um, I'm sorry, Chamberlain and Braddock ended up drowning. And um, it goes to show you that we have hauntings because of these crazy stories. Now, this is the first, again, this is the first lighthouse in Boston, Massachusetts, and it's a story of people drowning weeks after a family drowns, two more people drown, trying to man and light the way for people to see the shore of Boston. Now... There's other haunted lighthouses. Now, this, I, this, they never really said that it's haunted because of this. It's just a crazy event that happened at this particular lighthouse, which happens to be the first lighthouse in the United States documented. But there are other lighthouses that are haunted and have strange events. Tybee Lighthouse and the story of a phantom girl. It was built as well in 1736 several violent storms and shore erosion scores the Georgia lighthouse to become structurally and integrally unsound. As a result, the lighthouse was meticulously rebuilt over the years, and weather and erosion did away with the light a couple of more times. And the lighthouse that stands today is actually the fourth one on Tybee Island. Many people who visit the scary lighthouse have reported hearing disembodied voice such as phantom whistling and the sound of feet walking. Few people have reported seeing the apparition of a five-year-old girl while climbing the stairwell. This ghost girl, a girl in white, who wears historic clothing, warns the visitors not to go any further up the staircase. Some paranormal investigators and enthusiasts have theorized that the girl may have perished when one of the previous Tybee lighthouses had crumbled to the ground in a storm. Owlhead Lighthouse and Loyal Captain. The Owlhead Lighthouse overlooks the beautiful Penscott Bay in Maine. The area surrounding the lighthouse has been established as the Owlhead Light State Park and protected from development. The lighthouse was first built in 1825. Historical records have been written about a three-year-old girl who once lived in the lighthouse with her parents. And one morning, a girl woke up her parents. The girl woke up her parents. Forewarning them that a dangerous fog was about to roll into the bay. When her parents asked the girl how she knew the fog was coming She told her parents that she had an image imaginary friend Parents discovered that this imaginary friend was in fact a ghost of a former sea captain Despite the fact the lighthouse itself is no longer accessible to the public many people visit the park each year and have witnessed the sea captain still wandering around the grounds Folks who live near the haunted lighthouse year-round have reported seeing his footprints in the snow. Point Lookout Lighthouse and the Dead Soldier Who Still Lingers There The Point Lookout Lighthouse was built in Scotland, Maryland in 1830. Lighthouses in North America. Several ghostly figures have been known to appear and suddenly vanish within the lighthouse structure. Some people have reported seeing doors open and close seemingly of their own Violation. The most common things experienced in this are experience is disembodied voices and the sound of footsteps. Some researchers believe that point lookout is fraught with so much activity because a hospital and a prison camp for Confederate soldiers had been erected and used near the premises during the Civil War. Seol Chuck's Lighthouse and Basement Apparition nineteen eighty two. Seol Chuck's Lighthouse overlooks Lake Michigan and Seol Chuck's Point. Probably now pronouncing that wrong. It's spelled C H O I X. Today the structure is available for tours Morale weekend to October. The house where the lighthouse keeper once resided has now been converted into a museum. Tourists claim the ghost of a former keeper, Captain Joseph Townsend. Haunts Seol. Choex. Chox. Really trying hard to pronounce this, though. He died in the keeper house during the early 1900s. It was the middle of the winter when he passed on, and the ground was frozen for immediate burial. His body was stored in the basement until spring, and many people believe this is why he haunts the lighthouse. Captain Townsend was very fond of cigars, and some visitors have reported smelling cigar smoke in the museum. Staff members have stated that chairs in the kitchen are often frequently disturbed even when the museum isn't open to the public. A couple of people have reported seeing the ghostly face of a bearded man peering through the windows. Now, these are just a few stories from lighthouses around the United States. And obviously, mainly lighthouses are on the East Coast, West Coast because of the coast, and that's where you'll see them. And a lot of stories that evolve revolve around lighthouses is um, accidents, boating accidents, suicides in the lighthouse, things of that nature. And we have these reports of apparitions or paranormal activity. Now, I, I stated before that in Long Beach Island, New Jersey, uh, I believe it's at Ship Bottom, in Long Beach Island because the island extends pretty far. I think it's 17 miles or something to that extent, if I know it correct. The story was that a boat... Something happened to the boat, from what I remember correctly, and I think somebody had drowned. It might have been a woman. And they report seeing a woman on the shore near the lighthouse, not in the lighthouse. But that's the report from LBI. And I could be wrong. I'm paraphrasing what I remember. Now, the question is... I've discussed before why houses are haunted in certain areas outside, but what makes lighthouses a source to trap paranormal entities and bring forth paranormal activity? Now, I've said on many podcasts that I've done so far that nature and the surrounding environment play a big factor in paranormal activity occurring certain minerals and rocks and forestry can generate activity. And what paranormal enthusiasts like to believe is that entities or spirits draw their energy from materials that we own like phones and flashlights and cameras and cell phones and computers and laptops or even paranormal hunting activity. Uh, Paranormal Hunting um, devices can be drained and then activity happens. But the earth itself, from minerals, and forest, and even water, can contribute to them gaining the energy, I guess, to make things happen. And if you ever looked at a shore and see the waves crashing into the shoreline and into the beach and look out into a open vastness of ocean. That water, water is one of the conductors of energy. We have things that could be ran by water. um, And water is a natural, abundant, most of the earth is covered, 80% or something to that extent in water. And it could generate some activity to happen, and lighthouses happen to be right on the water, feet, 100 of feet, 50 feet from the water. Sometimes lighthouses, most of the time, lighthouses are on elevations like cliffs. So you have the rock and the formation of the rock and the structure of the lighthouse itself and then the water, contributing to paranormal activity from whatever happened years ago, contributing to a spirit that might be there to make itself known. And another thing I had mentioned is that History itself of a place can help things happen. Now, I'll get into this in another episode, but there is theories where so much history has happened at one place, so much energy. And I've actually spoke about this maybe even in an episode. So much history and things have happened in certain places that your energy from you going through there and other individuals is forever embedded in there. It's like you're your, your life force footprint has been there, and think about some of these lighthouses. Some of them that still stand that people report seeing things. How many people have been there, from the 17 and 1800s, and then something negative happens there, and then you have the surroundings, to give the energy to a potential spirit to make itself known. This is why things happen in lighthouses. So we have numerous, numerous lighthouses, and that's from a list from what I've seen online. Just a few of them that I read, plus the LBI Barnegat Lighthouse, the lighthouse that I that I um, told you about from based off my memory. Lighthouses can have major paranormal activity, and um, just think about how many lighthouse keepers there were up in. Um, I think now lighthouses, some of them, I don't even think need to be manned by someone physically. Think it can be just um, digitally operated at this point in the game, unless some of them really are just that old and still operate, and you need a lighthouse keeper. Um, Actually, if you look on my my Instagram page, SWAB underscore podcast, you can actually see from last summer in July posting pictures of the lighthouse keeper of Barnegat Lighthouse from uh, LBI, Long Beach Island, New Jersey. One of the best episodes of Ghost Adventures or Ghost Hunters rather not Ghost Adventures there's a lot of paranormal shows but one of the best episodes of Ghost Hunters which is the Atlantic Paranormal Society group known as TAPS one of the best episodes that I've ever seen from that show had to be in season 1 or 2 and Jason Hawes and Grant Wilson were investigating a lighthouse I, sorry I don't recall which one fortunately it was a long time ago But I remember they had set cameras at the bottom of the lighthouse. And they filmed that they basically set the camera because lighthouses obviously are a cylinder shape. And almost all of them have a staircase that is spiral. Which early times when architecture was becoming more modern in the 20s and 30s, spiral staircases was the trend. But obviously for a lighthouse, you would need a spiral staircase to get to the top to man the light, turn the light on, so on and so forth. And um, these investigators, Jason Hawes and Grant Wilson, um, the ghost hunters, they put their camera right in the middle so that the camera was filming directly up to the very top of the lighthouse. And the reports were that something would roam the lighthouse and they would see shadow figures. And I remember this because it was one of the best things that I've seen, one of that I can remember, and if I remember it, obviously it was really good. They actually caught something like walking um near the banister, like a shadow of a shoulder. And at this point no one was in the lighthouse. They were all downstairs watching on the cam. And they looked to had caught something that looked like it was close to the banister walking. Like almost like a shoulder. And the shoulder disappeared. And then eventually like seconds later, a couple of stories up, like two three stories or flights up rather, something peeked over the, the ledge of the banister and looked down and then went back over the banister and they were even surprised with their finding and then if you watch that show back in the day, you know that they take all the evidence and they review it with the people that asked them to come there and ex- try to explain to them what they caught. Now, and a lot of thing, the thing I do admire by that show is they always try to disprove the activity, as most ghost hunters do now. And there was a lot of times where they actually didn't catch much, and they had to tell them that they debunked the alleged paranormal activity. Um, but in this particular case, I remember them going with a lot of evidence with this shadow figure reaching over the, uh, the ledge and going down and looking down. I remember them telling the lighthouse keeper or owner, like, you know, you genuinely have something, and playing the clip to them. And they were genuinely like, wow, this is incredible. Along with EVPs they caught, like the footsteps going up the iron or metal stairs leading all the way up to the top. So lighthouses is definitely something that hold and have paranormal activity. So, you know, ghosts and hauntings is just not a house or a museum or a theater or hotels. It just doesn't stop there. It stops nowhere, really. Everything, any place can have something weird or paranormal happening, including lighthouses. And if you really think of the beauty of a lighthouse and you... Just sit there and take it all in, seeing from the distance and how it was constructed and it's over the water. You know, how many people have been in that lighthouse working it? You take in the beauty of it and then the history of it and then know that with history, many things have happened and there are stories from back then. And in some of these lighthouses that we have these stories, something unfortunate Happened, which was forever trapped in that lighthouse, and when that light shines, it shines story of what happened there and in the history of the lighthouse. Um. And to, to not for nothing, off of a paranormal subject for a minute, lighthouses to me, when I went that year, um, last year, it was just a beautiful thing. There's something about water and being on a beach, even if you don't necessarily like the beach. It's just a very calming thing. I think it has that effect on a lot of people. Um, But you throw into the equation a lighthouse and a beach and the waves. It's just, to me, I love it. You know, if I had to choose a lifestyle and get out of the city, it'd be a hard, hard toss up between in the woods, the country. Uh, And I'm a city slicker, I grew up in the city, but I just, I'm kind of, I'm over it. Like, I want to be a country boy. Or it would be a toss-up of um, near the water somewhere where you can hear the waves and go out and a crisp winter day and see the water or on a fall day and build a campfire on the sand. But um, lighthouses do have paranormal activity. They have history embedded in them. They have nature around them, which can be a conductor of paranormal activity, and um, feel free to google some of these lighthouses that i mentioned and including the barnegat lighthouse which i may or may not go see this year i kind of think that having the scaffolding on it kind of like throws the whole beauty of it i'm gonna go there and look at it. it's gonna have scaffolding so it's really no point to really go there and see that but um i'm glad i saw it before they did that it's just unfortunate i wasn't able to go in there but this story of barnegat lighthouse in long beach island new jersey is there you can type it in and read the whole history and there is a paranormal history. Um, With it as well. But, uh, and check out, I think, season one or season two of Ghost uh, Hunters. You might be able to find that episode. I want to say it was season one, season two. Could have been season three, but I remember watching it very early when the show first uh, came out. And um, it's quite the clip. If I can find it and post it on my Instagram, which is SWAB underscore podcast on Instagram, I will definitely do that. So I hope you enjoyed this Lighthouse episode. Haunted Lighthouse episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast and I wouldn't be able to do this without the Anchor app by Spotify so thank you Anchor and if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify it is the entirely free app that lets you get your podcasting idea out there it is entirely free and it gives you all the tools you need to edit share your podcast and get it onto platforms like Spotify Apple Podcast Google Podcasts and many other outlets. So thank you, Anchor, for giving me the opportunity to get my podcast out there about the paranormal. And thank you in advance to the people that you will help getting their podcast idea out there. And until next time, this has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast.